Mulibwanji, everyone. Welcome to Umoyo Talks, the Umoyo podcast where we talk to interesting people about topics relating to health. And today in the studio, I have Wesley here, Wesley Litaba. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kim. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. So it's my pleasure too. <laughs> so Wesley, he is an innovator specializing in food systems with a niche in creating platforms for multi-sectorial engagements. He has worked on global, regional, and local initiatives promoting what is termed as lost and forgotten foods. In 2017, Wesley finally decided to launch Africa Nature's Organic Foods with the aim of processing and promoting indigenous forestry foods so that they can be integrated into local diet and ultimately improve people's health. These foods include tamarind, various honey products, and of course, the mighty baobab, yes, <laughs> which we're going to spend a lot of time talking about today. So yeah. welcome, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again, Kim. So the first thing before we launch into talking about baobab, maybe tell us a little bit about why you started your business, uh, African Nature's Organic Foods. Well, thanks. And I think you did give a, a very good background uh, to who I am and what I've been doing. Uh, but I must uh, hasten to say that um, if you look at the biggest challenges that we have at every household level in our communities or even within the urban areas is the issue of food security. And uh, that translates into poor health, especially in children uh, below the age of, uh, of five. And that has been proven with statistics and uh, that we as a country have struggled with poor uh, you know, nutrition. Our nutrition levels are quite very high. We're talking around 45%. Uh, percent. And a lot of our children apparently are stunted as a result. They are but, yeah. as a result of, of food. And not because we don't have this food, but because we have adopted practices that you know have taken our local foods off our diets and that's the biggest struggle that we have and that is why African Nature's Organic Food was set up to begin to reclaim those lost foods, our indigenous foods, to get back to our diets. That every child should not die from you know hunger related uh, uh, diseases but that they can have access to all these foods, even for us as adults. I mean, if you look at uh, uh, the older people today in our villages and you start wondering how have they lived this far uh, despite having diseases around, it's the kind of food that people have been consuming. And we would like to get this generation, especially the millennials, to begin to learn what our foods have been and how important these foods are, that they can be integrated. I mean, there are different ways of getting them, you know, attractive. Uh, if you want them sweetened, we can, we can uh, look at that. But the whole idea is that we must give you know, credence to our local food systems. I find also that we tend to eat a narrower range of food these days. Well, we, I must say that uh, <clears throat> that has been a, a bigger concern, uh, but uh, probably stemming from the days that Zambia started to produce you know, copper, uh, a lot of people we are moving uh, from the countryside, uh, going to the copper belt and uh, seeking, of course, for bigger opportunities. And what you then find is that even the options of food 
began to, to reduce. And uh, we were all kind of reduced to Nshima. And uh, if you ask people, did you have, you know, if they had rice or had tea uh, with sweet potatoes for lunch, and just did you have lunch, they'll tell you, no, we just had tea with, uh, with sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. It's really what has caused us all these problems because uh, our diet and what comes on it has been shrunk to only mostly two things. Yonshima, maybe meat, and sometimes not even vegetables on that, on that diet. And uh, it comes with a lot of consequences. Absolutely. And then, of course, also now people eating more and more processed foods as well that we start finding in our supermarkets. Well, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you check our maize, for example, uh, and you ask people, so what did you get out of it? It's just carbohydrates. There's nothing more, more to it. Um, I guess the biggest cry that we have around processing is to the extent, to what extent these foods are processed and what chemicals, for example, are, are used. If I got raw sugar cane, you know, I peeled it off and just ate it, it has more benefits than the white refined, sugar. Absolutely. Refined. There's a lot that goes into it. But you find that uh, we, 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 whenever we feel we have so much uh, money in terms of disposable income, we feel if I ate this kind of foods, you know, I, I'll look like I'm an inferior person. And so a lot of developments have actually driven uh, this trajectory around what you're eating and where you're buying the food from. And we feel it's fashionable, of course, to buy all these, you know, highly processed uh, processed foods, but what we get at the end of it is that there is nothing in it. So it's just ele food elements or just substances that we take that may not be very beneficial to, 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 our, to our health. And that's what African Nature's Organic Food, working with you know, different multi-stakeholder partners, including private sector and the consumers themselves, we want to bring this awakening that we have foods that can be processed in the traditional methods that have been existing for a longer time and still give you the best nutritional values. And that is what we need to. So if it doesn't appear appearing, I mean, I mean uh, pleasing uh, to you, we, we were saying then, okay, let's innovate ways of packaging. How do we make it very attractive uh, to you, but without losing the essence of the food values that that food actually has. Mm, the nutritional values. The nutritional values, yeah. yes. But it's not just nutrition, it's also the medicinal properties that are in the food that we tend to lose because of how they are, they are processed. And so we're saying we can retain all that with good processing methods, but also our consumption behaviors yeah. is the biggest thing that we need to deal with. So one of the major foods that you deal with is, of course, baobab. What's yes. the local name for baobab? Mubuyu. 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 It has, but predominantly, uh, the burnt weight is uh, mubuyu. Yes. yes. And we have uh, some baobab here. Oh, yeah. Uh, because there might be some people out there who, who might not be familiar about it. Maybe tell us a little about, a bit about baobab. Well, so, um, yeah, the, the, the younger generation, babe. <laughs> may not know. And even some old people, we tell them about Baba, they're like, what is it? Yeah. What is it? Okay. So I, I grew up in Livingstone. I mean, I was born and bred in, uh, in Livingstone and uh, at uh, 
our homestead many years ago, uh, there used to be a very big baobab, baobab tree. Um, and uh, we'd all gather there, uh, tell stories, hear stories. And um, the interest for me, of course, stems from the very fact that uh, we are such a country that is blessed abundantly with all these kinds of, of foods. But also then you realize that it's not only for my consumption, but that this food has a lot of benefits for the entire ecosystem. Let's talk about our land itself. Mm -hmm. uh, where you find baobabs, normally uh, the water, uh, you know, uh, table is quite, quite good. Yeah. Yeah, because this keeps uh, water. But getting uh, into what this fruit is, is that uh, you may wish to know our viewers that uh, this is a superfood. It was declared a superfood actually in 2009. And what does that mean? What do we mean by a superfood? So a superfood is a food that has all the elements that your body needs to survive. Okay. So you are talking of the vitamins, you're talking of the oils, the omega oils that uh, uh, you, you, you'd be looking at. You'd be talking about, you know, the carbohydrates. You'd be talking about a lot of things that you'd normally get from eating, you know, a bigger plate with different options. But this has everything that you need. Super also in the sense that it has healing properties. A lot of it, yeah, I mean, it's composed of, of calcium. Uh, and that's good for your bones. And I think we all know that as you grow up, the demand you know, for calcium is very high, and you see people actually moving with tablets, uh, supplements. But of course, eating in a natural form, your body will be able to absorb and utilize yes, it, it much be. better. Yes, it will be. It's yeah. not difficult to, to, it's very palatable. Yeah. Uh, it can be eaten by all ages. So it's not food that you say, don't feed, you know, children who are under this, this It's age. a food. It can right, be given yeah. to any uh, person, regardless of, the, of their age. But I think let's talk about the interesting parts around what this baobab uh, is uh, in terms of what are the nutritional values. This is the only fruit world over that has a higher dosage of vitamin C. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, I mean, you see people going to buy vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams, and look at the price. But here's a cheaper option. It has everything that you need. And once again, when these uh, vitamins and minerals appear in nature, your body is going to be able to better absorb and utilize it than buying the, the ones that are made in a pharmacy or yes, you know, in a yes. and lab I think, somewhere. Uh, you know, I find it interesting, especially when uh, we were at the peak of, of, of COVID. Uh, you, you could have seen how pharmacies and chemists, for example, ran out of vitamins vitamin C. Yeah. Everybody was going to buy, regardless of the price yeah. they, they, they bought. And uh, well, that desperation comes uh, also because we are not probably exposed to a lot of knowledge around this. And uh, mm -hmm. that's what our company seeks to do, not only to sell the product, but to also provide credible information. Information that has been researched, information that can be backed uh, by evidence. Uh, we have a number of pharmaceutical societies, especially in the, uh, Southeast Asia, that have invested so much in, um, in researching this. Even here in East Africa, Makerere University okay. have done quite a lot of uh, studies around 
you know, around Baobab in Kenya as well. So we, we're saying that this is a fruit that has all the benefits that we need, can be used for health uh, reasons, can be used as cosmetics for cosmetic reasons as well. You can also use it just in the food you know, and beverage uh, industry. And we've seen quite a number of products coming out of here. And is this just an African superfood or do you find it elsewhere in the world as well? Well, it's an African superfood. It is, uh, yeah. It grows uh, in Africa, of course, including uh, Madagascar, which is part of Africa. Yeah. So it's, it's an African you know, uh, thing and it's something that we must always celebrate. But in terms of consumption, it goes beyond the oceans. Yeah. And uh, funny enough that... Uh, we, we, we seem to have it, and of course producing it, but we're not consuming as much as the people across, you know, in, 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 other, in other continents. And if you look at the demand right now, there's been estimations that have been done that by 2024, this baobab alone will be worth $50 billion in the U.S. markets. And where is it coming from? It's coming from Africa. And it's and just growing in the wild. Well, it's, it's growing in the world, but also it presents an opportunity for our communities, our small entrepreneurs to launch into processing this. If you go in the supermarkets right now, you get a lot of products that are blended with baba, be chocolate, uh, it could be juices, uh, even medicines. I mean, you, you, you find there are now capsules made of, of, of baobab. It just tells you how much demand and potential that we have. And that's an opportunity that we all need to get into. But of course, to do it the right way mm -hmm. and not what is happening. And I'm sure we'll talk we'll about what is happening. We'll get into that. But first, yeah. let's just have a look at this baobab here. So maybe explain, this one has been broken open. What is inside here then? All right, so you, 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 you have, now let me also just quickly say that um, you don't need to throw away anything from this fruit. You can consume, you can make use of it. So you have the hard outer shell that of course has, has fair to protect it, of course, as it, as, as it grows. Now, this hard shell is uh, quite rich in, uh, in iron. And we have people struggling actually with anemia in this country, be it sickle cell anemia or just, you know, uh, anemia because of malaria and these other diseases. And so if you look at the prices of, for example, of these uh, blood-boosting uh, medicines, quite high and out of reach, but you can actually uh, make use of this. So all you need to do is crack it, uh, boil it. The outer shell. Yeah, the outer shell. Yeah. You can boil it. In uh, water, just in boil water. it in water. Just in water, nothing else, just in water. water. Let it cool. How long would you boil it for? Well, just 30 minutes okay. would be enough. And then you should be able to, to, to have a solution that so you be sieve, able to... So you sieve out the, the hard shell and then you drink the, the water? Yes. So what we normally do, you can just boil it hard as it is or we could we'll crush it for you. Okay. Uh, you get it as a powder so that it's easy to, to, to mix. Okay. Yeah, so that's what you have. And then inside here, you have, uh, before we come to the fruits, you have these fibers. These fibers are also very, very good. They're quite very uh, uh, healthy. Uh, if you don't have the hard shells, you could actually uh, get your, 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 your blood supplement from, uh, from these, uh, these fibers. Uh, for people that have uh, anemia, like we said, and any hemorrhages, you could actually uh, make use of this. So they supply, of course, 
or the nutrients to, to the seed. Now, let's come to the seed because that's the most interesting part of this. And I must uh, be able to say that there's a lot of products that we make from just this baobab. In fact, from research, you can make 83 products from here. That's phenomenal, yeah. 83. And um, I mean, I've seen women go to all these spas, and they're buying all these products. And it's interesting to note that a number of, uh, a lot of what is contained in that is actually uh, uh, baobab. Uh, Vitalite, for example, Italy uh, is a very big you know, global company. And they've been looking at getting supplies from here. They actually get from Zimbabwe. And uh, we're saying, then we also have a, an opportunity to tap into that market. For cosmetics? Yeah, for cosmetics. For cosmetics yeah. yeah, for cosmetics. And, and so I know you also make um, like a charcoal-like substance. Yes, we can. Oh, if you talk about charcoal today. I mean, if you look at the price of charcoal, it's beyond even our local people. Uh, a bag that we used to buy for 50 kwacha a year ago is now going for 230. And not only price, we're struggling with deforestation in this country. And we're saying, look, we have an alternative. We could actually get entrepreneurs to process charcoal. And burns for a longer time. It's very effective. From the outer hard Yeah, outer just shell. from the, the outer shell. And we've, I mean, we've tried that and we've proven that you can actually produce very good charcoal. Uh, so we need to get, you know, our, 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 our consumers to believe again that you could have actually charcoal, not from the tree, but from some of these byproducts. And that's what you have. So your, your seed uh, has a white you know, uh, uh, part. Um, this is all calcium. I'm, I'm, I must say very high in calcium, very high in vitamin, vitamin C. Uh, it has a tart taste. Uh, sometimes may not sit well uh, with, your, with your teeth. But what we do is that we, 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 we crush it uh, we're able to remove just the white outer part and uh, process it in such a way that it becomes very palatable and can sit well with your, with your teeth. I must say that uh, from just this seed, we are able to make six products. And uh, that is interesting. So you can see that from this uh, just one pot, there's a lot more that you can do. And for people that are struggling with how do I raise money, my farming business is not going well. Let's start farming trees. Let's farm generational trees. These are not just trees that are, you're going to use, but your entire generation as a family. So at the moment, baobab is not being farmed, right? It's just well, for Zambia, we are not farming it. But for you know regions like in West Africa, Mali uh, 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 is is farming. Senegal is is, is farming. Uh, Madagascar itself is farming. And there have been a number of initiatives um, uh, where people have started to invest. I must say that it's, these are long-term investments. Yes, because I did some research and I found that when you plant a baobab tree, it can take up to 20 years before you get yeah, fruit. And, 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 and I've heard people complain, yes. oh, I will not even benefit. And that is a problem. Oh. We need to deal with poverty for many generations to come. And it starts with us beginning to reason and say, I'm not doing it for me today. I'm doing it for my family into the future. So we need to invest in this. There are, of course, trees that you can plant today, and within a few months, you are harvesting. Moringa, mm. it's also good. But let's have a mix that you are able to get value 
for your investment. But and to start with, we have a lot of trees in Zambia. We have, we have a lot of baobab trees in this country. Of course, uh, been affected by you know, changes in the climate, also our, 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 our behaviors. Uh, I've seen if, I don't know Kim, if you've seen in the countryside, a number of these uh, baobab trees are actually peeled off. You know, people go to, uh, to get the back, which is okay, it regenerates. Um, but there's been a tendency of killing trees in this, in this country. People kill trees and uh, I've seen it, talked to a few people, but For what purpose? Well, setting up a farm. Oh, okay, uh, I've like seen people clear off uh, big trees, and sometimes they've cleared off trees that actually are supposed to support their water systems. Uh, talk of the fig tree, and this is what is happening. So we, we have a lot of them. There's been uh, a lot of construction, for example, in Mumbwa, Namwala, uh, where we've lost quite a number of, the, of these trees. Um, even on uh, the Kafiwe Mazabuka Road, there used to be a very nice baobab tree, and uh, you don't see it anymore because it was cut off. And these trees are pretty phenomenal also because they, they can grow for thousands of years. Yes, they can, but also that uh, they've been used as spaces for trade, uh, spaces for gatherings in the communities. People gather under a baobab tree. Uh, but that it adds you know, beauty to, to your environment because it stands out. Uh, you know, among the trees. It's not just this small tree, but it's, it's a tree that brings, you know, other animals, for example. They'll come and get shelter. They'll hide in there. And even during these wars, you know, the burnt wars, people were actually hiding in the baobab trees. If you check around, they have hives and people will be able to, to sit in there. So we, 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 we've taken advantage of the values that this, this, the, this uh, our fruit has. And uh, our whole business is actually centered around, you know, uh, uh, bringing, you know, value to, 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 to it, but also getting people to benefit uh, from the health benefits that it, it has. So there's a lot more that we can do, and we've tried to prove that. And I must say that from 2017, we've been successfully running our business just on two major products, the uh, Baobab um, uh, and Tamarind, but also we brought in honey uh, really to, to, to promote a culture of protecting uh, our trees. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the food products that you can make with baobab and that you are currently making. Okay, so we, 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 we have... Uh, I've got a few examples. Yeah, so we have, we have the baobab coffee and uh, for you, our viewers, and uh, I've talked to a few people like, coffee? And I'm like, no, you are used to Arabic coffee. So you can make coffee from any, you know, seed, as long as you're able to, to, to roast it. You can make from soya beans. Uh, you can uh, make uh, uh, from even cotton, cotton seed. But this, how do you make this baobab coffee? Well, now, I hope I'm not revealing secrets that uh, will be kicked out of business because everybody will be... Uh, doing it. So what we have here is actually 100% seed, uh, roasted and uh, grounded very well. Uh, I'm sure, Kim, you have tested Oh, uh, absolutely. This. It's in my cupboard at home. Yeah. And it's very easy to use. You just take a teaspoon yes. with so some So it dissolves the same way your, yeah. your, your, your coffee, your, your regular coffee um, and uh, uh, your hot chocolate. 
or dissolve. But the difference with this is that it does not have caffeine. So people say, then why take it? Because I want energy from, uh, uh, from, from taking coffee. And uh, this is what I want to address with you, our, 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 our viewers, is that your energy must be able to build gradually in your body. So you don't have to get energy. Boom, eight hours, you are okay. After eight hours, <laughs> you appear like, you know, a flat tire. But this has more benefits. For people that have gout, struggling with gout, you can take this arthritis, you can take, and these are actually proven. You can uh, research more on that. So we are not just offering you uh, coffee as in coffee, but we're offering you a healthy product that you can enjoy. Uh, the aroma is very, very nice. And uh, you can add milk to it or take it as it is. For people that are seeking health options, need to make a decision, you could actually go for, for this. Uh, but I coffee. will say to viewers, if you are an avid coffee drinker and you switch to this, it doesn't really taste like coffee. Um, so it takes a little while to get used to yeah. the taste, but it certainly is a very nice, rich taste. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we have here. We also have uh, the whole fruit uh, mix uh, powder, yeah. uh, which, you, which you have here. So yeah. the, 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 this this powder is made from the entire, entire seed. Nothing is separated. So you have the nutritional benefits of both, the yes. white part and the yeah, seed so inside. From, this, yeah. from the white part, of course, you have mostly the vitamins, but uh, from the seed, you also have the oils, you have the proteins that are embedded in here. So you have a whole complete uh, you know, uh, uh, powder that you can, you can use. Uh, for a few that have, have taken it, they've liked it. But I know that a lot of people prefer the white one because they want that taste. But I'm saying to you that, look, it has a lot of more benefits. And uh, for those that take porridge in the morning, you could cook it just directly as a porridge or you could take it as a shake. Um, and I've seen that uh, there's now a culture of people wanting to take, you know, healthy foods. Uh, a lot of them imported and they've said, look, they may not be as healthy as you think, but we are providing you a healthy product. Um, you can add it to your oats. You can add it to your muesli in the morning. You can... And you can even add it to some hot water and have it yes, as a beverage. Yes, you, 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 you can take. And um, once you take this in the morning, I can assure you, you can run the whole day without going to look for shima. Yeah, I've been off shima for some time. And uh, I, I, I take this okay. in the morning. Uh, I carry it in my bag whenever I have an opportunity, wherever I am. I'll just quickly make and take it. Yeah. It's very good food, and uh, that's one of the products that we, we have. We have the fine white powder. I don't know if you've been able to bring it. So, and I must say, you package it very well. Oh, thank Looks you. Looks very attractive. <laughs> so here you have removed the pip from the inside, and it's just the, the yeah, fine just the white, white yeah. the fine white powder. That's what you have. You can use it for baking. Uh, you can use it for marinating for people that love to marinate your food. You can try it on your fish, on your chicken, on your beef. You can actually uh, marinate. You could also uh, make juice out of it. Uh, I know if you go in the local communities, they'll tell you, we make ice blocks out of it. And it's very good. And so we're encouraging that people can, can, can consume. So you, you, you see that from one seed, there's a lot more that you can, you can actually uh, make. And uh, for Cosmetic uh, purposes, you could actually use it as a mask. 
Okay. So you mix it with, uh, with plain yogurt, um, and then you can, I wish I could demonstrate, but uh, I'm sure you <laughs> viewers. You just put it on your face, leave yeah, it for a yeah. while. Yeah, leave it for a while and yeah. uh, wash it off after some time, maybe an hour or so. Yeah. It's very, very good. Because, Opens especially your pores. because of that vitamin yes. C as yes. well. Yeah. Opens your pores as well, but it's just very good for your health. And people struggling with acne, uh, I've always said, try these products. They could actually uh, help uh, uh, change your skin or improve your skin rather. So that is one of the products that we have. We also make juice. We have baobab juice. I love this drink. And uh, for people shifting. Now, one interesting thing. Do you remember, I think one of the World Cups, I don't know, it should be 2010, uh, Pepsi, for example, uh, ventured into diversifying. And they made Pepsi made out of baobab. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, wow. Okay. They Interesting. spend in a lot of money. There's a bigger shift among our consumers towards healthy foods. And for us as a country, we can actually grow these, you know, orchard industries and begin to produce some of, of these drinks. And uh, uh, the test, I'm sure you've taken it. It's very, very nice. It's and the wonderful thing is that you know it's packed with nutrition. And because it's made from the white powder as well, you have all that fiber in there. Yes. So it keeps you full. It yes. actually so, fills so, so, you up. For people yeah. also struggling with, you know, uh, stomach problems, um, ever bloated, constipation, uh, constipation yeah. you could actually take this and it would improve your, 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 your gut health. And that's what we need to, 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 to be emphasizing on. But you could also make it um, in terms of mixing with your teas and everything else that uh, you, you, you are taking at home. But maybe what we must emphasize is that we need to think health and look to, towards our local solutions. And uh, I must say, Kim, that uh, uh, COVID uh, did kind of awaken us to the realities that we have, that we have actually broken food system, highly dependent on the imports, and we saw what happened number of these foods that we import were not on the shelves to today. Uh, and so should we then say we're going to starve? Uh, we heard of all this hunger uh, being talked about, of course, DMMU responding, but we're then saying, are we relating the lack of maize to hunger? No, we shouldn't. We have a lot of foods that we must embrace. If it means that uh, we need to propagate the seeds and uh, you know, grow more, we need to invest in that. We have all these resources that could assure us of you know, a sustainable uh, food basket that everyone of us would enjoy, but not just enjoying filling up our tummies, but enjoy because it will push down significantly our health bill. So I know with, uh, I mean, it's a fantastic superfood and I agree uh, with you 100%. We need to, to get people more excited about yes. it. And, and you know, it's something that's, on our back doorstep that we can all access. And we have a lot of baobab trees in Zambia, yet I know with Omoyo, sometimes we struggle, even us, to, to find enough baobab for the local market. What's going on there? I'm glad that you've asked that question because that's one thing that we've been struggling with. And I must say, much as we appreciate that everybody uh, wants to do 
get into this business. When we started with Tamarind, uh, Kawawasha, that people know, uh, it's always been there. But immediately we started to commercialize. We saw everyone going for it and buying and they didn't care the standards. And uh, we, we, this is one thing that we are worried also with baobab. We have enough baobab. But it's just that, you know, there's a bigger rush for people to make money. We've seen people from the cities going into the villages, giving people clothes, food, just to be able to get it. And our people are harvesting this baobab before it is ready. And what it is doing is that it's creating an artificial shortage in the market because a few people are then holding on to this commodity, which is not supposed to be the case. So we spent the last one year, of course, working with stakeholders to try to engage with the communities. Uh, but I think what we may need at the end of the day is kind of uh, uh, policy decisions, uh, recommendations that we could make that this market gets regulated. Mm -hmm. Regulated for the very reasons that it is uh, the current harvesting methods are actually threatening the ecosystem to a very greater extent. We are harvesting before it is ready. And uh, uh, what we have seen, for example, with uh, edible caterpillars, Vinkubala, is that people cut the tree to just get those worms. So we are seeing this trend growing also for tamarind as well, where people now are beginning to cut the tree just to be able to get that fruit. And uh, much as it's providing incomes, we are then saying we are actually destroying the entire environment. We may not have these trees. So we are also investing, and that's what you've seen. We've been reluctant. We're not going at the pace that everyone in this business is going on because we are not just driven by the motivation of money. We are driven by the motivation of environmental stewardship. And that's what our company has been all about. We went into this business to tell people that you could actually get sustainable livelihoods from your environment. And that means that we need to invest in protecting those resources. So our communities have to really change. I know we all want money. But what is this money if tomorrow the tree will not be there? What is this money if tomorrow you have nowhere else to source this fruit and many others from? And so our message also to those that are getting into this sector is that please let us ensure that we provide enough for our communities to protect those resources. And also to the end consumer, if you don't allow the fruit to properly ripen, Whoa, then you, it won't you, you, have all the nutrients in it there. It will not have. And uh, you may be actually harvesting a poisonous uh, uh, fruit. And for a consumer, how would you know if it was harvested early? Well, so I'll, I'll give you an example of, uh, of is it this one. This was harvested early. It still looks very green if you look at it. Uh, the fur is still completely covered. Mm. So this was harvested early. It's probably dried over, over time inside. Uh, but if you open it, I can assure you that the moisture is still very high in, inside here. Uh, this is harvested, of course, within good time. Uh, the seeds are a bit, uh, quite dry inside. And um, if you make, you shake it, you get, you get this sound. And then if you look at the outer layer, you can tell the difference. Mm. This still looks very yellow. Um, this is graying uh, because the fur is dry. 
And uh, one of the things that we have said is that if you go to the market right now, Kim, and I can assure you, you want to buy baobab, you're not buying it from me, you want to buy from the market, you can buy it. But what you will get are these small baobabs, packed, and there will be nothing you do with them because they are not ready for even processing. And so what we are saying to our people who are harvesting, and we're training, we've started training some of these communities, it's expensive, I know, but we have no option. We need to train them in, when, I mean, in, uh, in, uh, in harvesting techniques, in food handling, so that you are not buying dirty. You are buying food that is clean. You know, food that is contaminated has the potential to wipe you out. It's poisonous. I mean, it has a lot of uh, uh, contaminants that may not be very good for your health. So we, we, we've been advising, and uh, if you look at the barbab that we've been actually selling, uh, it's well-dried and uh, it's ready for consumption, but that you can be able to do more with it. Yeah. So what we are struggling with, you even as a company, it's not that there isn't enough barbab. It's that people have gone in and they want to hold on to this product and create an artificial shortage for the very reasons that they want to maximize and make more money out of you and out of us. And we're saying, look, you can still go ahead, but we want to establish a market that will be respected. And we've gone into this business not just to, to rip off customers. No, we don't do that. We provide a product that you'll be happy with but a product that will give you benefits. We have ethics and um, we have actually applied for membership uh, from one of the Baobab Alliance organizations. And uh, the idea is that uh, we can improve on our systems, we can improve on our standards, and that we can also benefit from the, you know, the global uh, rich knowledge that is shared with bigger industry players, especially in Senegal and Madagascar. And that's what this company comes with. So we, we may not be out there in the market with spreading our products all over. No, we are ethical uh, uh, business uh, people and we just want to remain as such. But also that we want to be known for protecting our environment. And I think that's what is very key. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, yeah. I have a question for you. When I was in Siavonga last time, the kids on, along the road would come to me and say, Madam, Madam, buy the baobab. This one's sweet. This one's sweet. And I always thought, like, how do they know that their baobab is sweeter than the person next to them? And are, is it so that some trees produce sweeter baobab than others? Well, there could be a number of variations, uh, depending on the region as well. Um, but I think it all boils down to how it was harvested, when it was harvested, and how it has been handled. You could have a very good product, but because of poor handling, you may not get actually the sweet. So, so what would be poor handling? How should it be handled? Well, it's um, one of the biggest things we struggle with, even in the agriculture sector, is a post-harvest handling. How do you store it? These products, uh, I must say that they must be stored under a dark environment so that they're not exposed to too much heat. Uh, but what you see is that uh, a lot of our foods on the roadside are sold in open, you know, hot areas. Uh, just like Moringa, for example, when you're drying it, you dry it under a dark shed and you keep it under uh, that. 
So that is one of the things uh, that we, we're looking at. And uh, we are emphasizing to the people that are harvesting for us that don't be in a rush. But of course, you know, <laughs> you want to sell the person who has the money right there and then. And that's why we want to work towards policy recommendations that we start getting regulations. And um, we, we've hinted to a few colleagues in the Ministry of uh, Lands and Natural Resources that uh, we need to quickly move to protect this. Now, for one reason also, that uh, the EU market, for example, is demanding a lot of baobab from Africa. The US market, even in the times that you know, uh, the whole country, I mean, the whole world was hit by COVID. We saw USA and the EU countries bringing in a lot of baobab into their countries. So that is, you know, pushing a lot of demand around here. And uh, should Zambia then benefit from these, um, uh, these uh, export opportunities, what we'll likely see is an invasion of our trees by unscrupulous you know, traders. And five years down the line, we may not have anything to, to sell. And uh, one of the things that we're also now thinking of is to do plantations, get communities to plant these trees and many others that we can be harvesting and uh, you know, selling out there. Uh, I'm glad and I must mention that uh, government has done some investment in Katete, for example, with IDC setting up uh, a fruit factory. And we're hoping that uh, our brothers and sisters in the Eastern could actually explore uh, those opportunities and begin to process this for export as well. We, we stand a very bigger chance to feed the rest of the Southern Africa market as Zambia. And we have that capacity. And all we need to do, put systems in place, build the infrastructure, and be able to, to export. And I must say that uh, Zimbabwe, Congo, remain one of our biggest markets for some of these, uh, uh, these foods. And so we could actually get more uh, money for our investments within our communities. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about what you do and your products and baobab and all these other foods that you also deal with, like tamarind and honey products, how can they get in touch with you, Wesley? Okay, so we, 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 we have a website uh, that, of course, we've uh, suspended now because we, we want to take care of the new features, uh, the new business uh, you know, thinking. Uh, so we're kind of rebranding and uh, we'll have it uh, up and running. But uh, we are on Facebook, uh, we are on Instagram. Uh, we, 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 you can search for us, uh, it's Africa Nature's Organic uh, Foods or just Nature's Organic Foods. You'll be able to find us. And what we've done there is just to keep providing as much information as we can to our consumers, but also to ignite you know, a passion and interest in people to begin to take up most of these uh, foods. We participate in the Lusaka food market. Uh, on the 29th of this month, we'll be uh, uh, taking part in the exhibition. We've done a few exhibitions, uh, and uh, I, I must say that the response has been very, very good. Uh, you could also get me, uh, busy as I am, but I, I can find time uh, and I do find time actually to respond to our customers on uh, 09-666-77198, 09-666-77198. Uh, and so what we normally do is before we sell you this product, we explain and give you the information. 
I've gotten people asking, I want to buy this, and I'm asking, why do you want it? So that we kind of explain how you must consume it, when you must consume it, and that you get the value for, for, for buying it. So we are investing a lot in knowledge, and uh, we are hoping that we get a consumer that is more enlightened on these products and can make a decision to actually buy and consume them. Thank you so much, Wesley. Uh, the work that you're doing, it's extraordinary, and uh, we wish you all the best. Thanks, Kim. And we hope we can continue to buy lots of Baobab going forward. Um, what, how do you see your future, the future for African Nature's Organic Foods? Well, what um, is next? What is next is uh, actually an exciting uh, future. First of all, Kim, I must uh, appreciate uh, your company. Um, Omoyo uh, for, for partnering with us. And I must say that the last one and a half years has been very exciting uh, to get our, our product and our brand alongside uh, what you, you are doing. And I see that, I mean, I go around your shops and silently just check who's buying and you see that there's a lot of growing interest from our consumers to want to buy uh, these, uh, these products. Uh, I'm saying the future is exciting because we, we want to uh, create a sustainable environment uh, for, for, for this resource uh, in our communities, but that we can provide healthier solutions for our uh, consumers. That you should be able to get these healthy foods at an affordable price and uh, at a place closer to your, to, to, to your home. Uh, we, we are hoping and we're still working around home deliveries. Um, that we can deliver uh, these products to your home state. But also what is also exciting is that uh, we are currently undergoing the Good Food logo uh, process and uh, we're hoping that that will come on our, on our, on our, on our labels, that uh, you are then guaranteed that you're buying something that is very, very healthy. We're seeing ourselves getting into the international markets and um, COVID-19 has provided that opportunity. Uh, we're doing a number of other products like Neem, uh, fetching very high on the international market right now. And we're hoping that we can invest more in innovations, uh, technological innovations, and uh, start selling online. Uh, we're receiving a lot of our payments right now through mobile money platforms, and we're hoping that our farmers and our people harvesting can also tap into this. So the long and short of it is that the future is exciting and we are ready to provide you with healthier food solutions. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming through today, Wesley. Grateful it's been came. a pleasure. Pleasure is mine too. And to all our viewers and listeners, thank you for tuning in. We wish you a fabulous day. Go out there and live your best life. And until next time, bye. It's Baba, bye. <laughs> <laughs>